This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And hello, everyone. Today, we're going to have a quite special talking on Zoom with my friend, Sally. And so we're going to discuss some of the topics in PhD research and also some tips for enjoy your life in New Zealand. I think this can be used for both international students and other people who are going to visiting New Zealand or taking a research in New Zealand or Australia. And could you please do an introduction yourself? Yeah. Kia ora koutou. my name is Sally Carlton. I have a few different hats, one of which is as the coordinator of Studemonia, which she is obviously one of our fabulous broadcasters for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I also um, work with Citizens Advice Bureau, providing settlement support for new migrants to Christchurch, mm-hmm. and that entails largely... Um, a few seminars per year on issues related to settlement so that might be yeah uh, navigating the health system what does the yeah. education system look like here yeah. um, immigration law employment law how to keep yourself safe in a contract that kind of thing mm. um, I also run a radio show as well on Plains FM called Speak Up Court Editor. it's a human rights radio show and I've okay. been doing that now five and a half years mm. um, and also doing some research through Lincoln University. So that ties in to what you've done, obviously, as well. Okay, that's cool. So we can have a lot of common things to discussion. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So during the, the, the experience of you, I like you provide a lot of help to those uh, immigration people to you, to Christchurch. Church. So what do you found and their difficulties when they're facing, you know, immigration to a new country? The range of issues that people seem to face are very broad Mm. and although although there are the most important factors that are similar to I think to a lot of people so for example one of them may be if somebody comes out here because one of the parents has a job for example Mm -hmm. one of the big questions is what does the partner Mm. do in terms of work yeah. Um, and that will depend, obviously, on their visa and their immigration status. But also, if they have children, mm-hmm. where will the children go to school? How do they know how to enroll their children? Mm. Um, what What's the schooling system like? Those sorts of things. Yeah. And then there are also the kind of the really little things like uh, how do you post a letter in New Zealand or mm. um how do you understand the New Zealand accent and the New Zealand Kiwiisms, mm. the type of <laughs> language that New Zealanders yeah. use? So mm. we hear all the time the story about people being invited out uh, mm. to a a dinner and the expression "bring a plate." Yeah. And so people showing up with a plate, mm-hmm. but actually in New Zealand English that means bring a plate of food to share, not just bring a plate to eat from. <laughs> Yeah. And so we hear that story all the time. People get invited, they bring a plate. And in <laughs> fact, what they should have done is, is bring some food to share. But obviously, okay. the, the terminology doesn't make that clear. Mm. And by compare, the, the research experiments you have in, in Australia when you're doing your PhD, and now you're working in New Zealand, particular service for the community, 
So what the big difference and contrast you found between the research and the participate in the community? I really enjoyed doing my PhD and in fact my whole university career and I'm obviously still connected into universities and I love the research but I think I studied history and I feel like perhaps if I'd studied something maybe like political science I might have found that my research had more relevance to the real world but I think that yeah. the particular topic that I studied maybe as well mm -hmm. um, I did feel like there was there was too much of a disconnect for me between the world of the university mm -hmm. and the world outside the university. Yeah. And I always used to do my university studies and then a lot of volunteering alongside. Mm -hmm. And I think if I'd studied, perhaps if I'd studied something a bit different or looked at a different period in history or something, yeah, um, it might not have been a barrier, but I did feel like, um, I would have liked to have, or I, I always wanted to do something that was a little bit more mm. on the ground. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but that's a bit different to the kind of work that you do, which is kind of the experiments and things. So mine was just a thesis, big, big mm. thesis. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So by, um, by having those uh, quite interesting experiments, and you have a, a lot of talking and interaction with the international students in, in New Zealand, so if they want some of the uh, personal support or they want some uh, valuable experience to enhance their studying experience in New Zealand, so what do you find is the most valuable aspect that can be shared? Yeah. Actually, one thing that we found through the Studimonia project, which yeah. has been encouraging international students to come and make mm. radio shows. Mm. So partly from the practical Mm. Um, the, the kind of the, the stories we've seen in person, but also the research that went into that project before we started it. Yeah, something that came out very, very clearly was international students make the most of their time overseas mm. if they have friends from that host community. Yeah. So if an international student is coming to New Zealand, if they have friends who are New Zealanders, mm -hmm. then they have the best possible experience that they can have because then they are really getting into the host culture. Mm. And so part of the idea behind Studimonia was we're bringing international students in, but we're also, um, it's also a New Zealand workplace. So they are interacting mm. with New Zealanders. They're also interacting with not only the staff, but also everybody who comes through the studio, for example. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, those, those friendships are key, but mm. also just having support networks in place. Yeah. Whether those be um, other international students or pastoral care supporters through their institutions, whatever it might be, having supports in place. Yeah, and this is quite important for they really know the New Zealand culture and also understand the community behaviour. You know, that's better for them to study and also work in the future. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I think one of the things that, for example, Studiumonia has been um, very useful for Mm. is it's something that people can put on their CVs. Yeah. And it might not be why people choose to do it in the first place. Mm -hmm. But certainly when it comes to looking for employment, if you can show I have created regularly a mm. radio show that's for the public and it's for yeah. sharing knowledge and it's for increasing people's awareness, increasing people's well-being, it shows that those people are committed to the community 
Yeah. But it also shows they are interacting with New Zealanders. They're obviously good with communication, mm -hmm. um, other skills that you might pick up like organization or time management, those kinds of things. Yeah. So, yeah, we found that that's been a really key benefit as well as just having that um, connectivity into the community. Mm, yeah, yes. And I just finished my uh, PhD at in, uh, in my research in artificial intelligence, particularly in modeling simulation. And I just get the degree being awarded and also planning to for the graduation ceremony next year. So my research in New Zealand is uh, it's about four years um, period. And in during the four years, um, I not only working with my supervisor, but also interaction with the academic, especially overworld academic internationally, and publishing a lot of papers. And during the time I participate in the student morning and really have a, a quite a comprehensive talking with other international students and also interaction with the staff, the New Zealanders by sharing the information, the knowledge, and also building the kind of uh, working, working um, relationship and also friendship, which is quite precious and useful you know, for every aspect, I think, yeah. Definitely, and I, I think one thing that Studimony has also shown is that international students who are coming into the radio station yeah. are also finding they are more connected into the Christchurch community broadly because mm. not only are they interacting face-to-face -face with all mm. these people, yeah. but from them, they are learning about, hey, this opportunity is available and this festival is coming up and those sorts of things that they can then take part in because of the experience, that sort of initial experience is leading them on to other experiences. Yeah. So that's been really great too. Mm, yes. And they can also enhance their language skills for communication. And you know, this is quite important and virtual, not only for study, but also for working in New Zealand in yeah. Everything. Certainly, a lot of a lot of New Zealand employers like to see that somebody has had some work experience in New Zealand, mm -hmm. and that's largely because then they can see that they are able to interact yeah. linguistically and culturally with New Zealanders. Yeah, to yeah. understand how things work here. Yeah, mm. and also understanding and kind of culture and language really needs a, a, a kind of time and effort because this part is somehow difficult for the international students to do. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I recently uh, passed my uh, driving test in New Zealand. So I pay a, a big effort in doing a practice over the six months. And I drive to every corner of the city. Yeah, visiting, <laughs> visiting almost all the parks, you know, and then practice the driving test and bring my wife coming together. And this really a, a, a very precious um, experience and interaction with the driving supervisors and enhance every skills, keep every action activity safe, you know, and practice the every skills that needed by the test and keep a plan. And also, you know, not nervous during the test. And I get zero errors in the test and the path was excellent. And this make me feel, so every, task we're doing here is is not only for the moment but prepare for the future you you definitely need those things when you get into be more mature and you know to support each other in the future yeah it has been a big week for you you've 
passed yeah. your PhD and passed your driving test. <laughs> yeah, in the same in the same period. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but congratulations on the driving test. I know that you've worked hard for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And. Uh, mm. I think what will be great now as well is that you've got the opportunity to go and explore Christchurch and Canterbury and New Zealand yeah. a little bit more now. You've got the freedom to do that. Yeah, that's provided the flexibility for you to travel mm. and you really to view some of the things that you wanted to see there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially when you, when people are talking about New Zealand, they found this is quite a remote island that's far away from all countries. But actually it's, it has kind of quite a unique nature resource that other country haven't and you need to really personally experience that and then can understand why they think New Zealand is quite a special country compared with all the countries I have I have been visited before like Australia, UK, Canada and China and some of those different countries you know they both have their unique culture but New Zealand is quite special for my personal understanding. Yeah. I think Australia and New Zealand, both of them have very unique flora and fauna. Mm -hmm. Like I went to recently to the aquarium in Picton mm -hmm. and there were lots of signs talking about how unique the wildlife is in New Zealand, particularly the birds, for example, mm. because there were no predators here. Mm -hmm. So the birds developed to be ground dwelling birds. You know, they live on the ground mm. and that's quite unusual for birds. But New Zealand has like so many varieties of birds that live on the ground. Mm. Mm. And that's yeah. to do with geology over the many, many, many years that the continent slowly drifted apart. And Australia is the same. There are so many different creatures that mm. are unique to Australia. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And um, for the, do you have some, you know, you know, uh, new um, options like the student monia and international students if they want to know those nature resources or culture in New Zealand and, and during the time they are studying in the university so what kind of opportunity they can really get in order to understand those things that they cannot do them themselves you know individually maybe too difficult for them you know to, to do that. I think it probably depends on the different institutions, but I know certainly quite a lot of the universities have courses that are Māori language or Māori culture. Mm -hmm. So int introduction to the language and the culture. Mm -hmm. And from speaking with international students who have taken those courses, mm -hmm. they are always very, very popular with international students because they really enjoy learning about the culture and the language that is yeah. unique to New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest that if international students are wondering how to learn more, then the first step might be to see if their college or their university provides mm -hmm. such a course, mm -hmm. uh, because that's a really great first step. And then if they're interested in doing more than that, then probably going to see their pastoral care person or whoever, mm -hmm. um, at the at the institution and asking them for advice yeah so sometimes for example there are little tours around the country and and they might look at some, doing something like that but i think um mm -hmm. probably going and speaking to someone on campus is the good first step mm -hmm. yeah and now you know we have now under covid time 
And I was heard some of the news that vaccine will be deployed probably next year. And many countries are now developed a different kind of vaccines and now in the testing stage. So based on your um, you know, understanding, do you think the next year would be some changes on the international travel regulations because of the vaccine being deployed? I really don't know. I've got no idea, sorry, G. <laughs> but uh, it will certainly be interesting to see. I, I, I'm not necessarily very hopeful about that, to be honest. Mm. I feel like we might be in this for another six months or year at least, I feel. Mm. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't, I don't know. I've got no experience in the area, also. <laughs> we just have to see. <laughs> okay, so I do hope that vaccine can really change some of the things. You know, currently, you know, we, we are mostly do a strict travel restriction, and also the vaccine is, is developed and deployed in different phrase. So, in the first phrase, maybe the most vulnerable people, like the elderly people, or in the medical system going to be using the first and then the young people or children the later so that could take some time and 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 also huge efforts you know to get somebody to get most of the people being injected mm-hmm. with the vaccine and they they may take some time for validation hmm. because they i suspect it will be yep and not only for example will they have to see about people within new zealand getting mm. a vaccine, but also people outside New Zealand in terms of if the borders are likely to be relaxed, that will have to be a factor mm. to consider as well. Yeah. Mm. So this is a complex, quite a complex mm. Mm, behavior mm, yeah. regardless in vaccine. Yeah. Because um, a lot of international students are, you know, either blocked or apart from their family now in different countries. Mm. Yeah, it's very, very tough for international students and other categories of migrants at the moment. Very hard. Yeah, and the vaccine is probably the only way to solve the problem. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. If we want to get back to the kinds of travel freedoms that we enjoyed pre-COVID, mm-hmm. then, yeah, there'll need to be more certainty yeah. That the that the virus isn't going to spread at the rapidity that it currently mm. spreads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think now the the international students and also the the project for studentonia is is going to evolution because of the the restric- restriction of the COVID? So how are we going to evolve the program in order to adapt to be you know more adaptive for those students to join the program? I think we will more or less continue as we have been, G. Um, although I think we will probably look to recruit fewer broadcasters than we have done in the past. Mm. But the, the idea at the moment is to kind of keep it going as it is. So mm. all the current broadcasters continue to support them to create their content mm-hmm. and also to bring in new broadcasters, definitely, mm. but, but not to do the kind of large scale recruiting that mm. we would probably have done otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in large part, that's because the funding won't be as much moving forward because with the international student numbers obviously being much lower, there's mm. less funding for international student projects. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this is the, the difficulty seems now because the travel restriction happens. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Okay, but so we're we... hoping very much that it will it will continue mm. much as is, and and the broadcasters will still be supported to create their content. Yeah, especially if they want to create some content. Maybe maybe that is in a way that different than before, like they're using the online interview or something because they are restricted in the location, you know, or something that happened be yeah, because of the COVID. Yeah. One of the things that has been great about not just Junimonia, but radio shows generally across mm. Plains FM has been the ability for broadcasters to continue creating content despite, mm. for example, lockdown because it mm. is one thing that can be done from home these days mm. with the technology that we have. Yeah. Um, so mm. that was fantastic for all the broadcasters across the different shows to be able to continue. Mm. Uh, and in terms of their own mental health and the mental health of their listeners to be able to keep talking mm. through the challenges and the tips for surviving lockdown and those kinds of things was very, very important and significant. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and those things can be, you know, do like, seamlessly in the real time because when they have some uh, firms or computer the network they can do things as usual you know as in the real world they can still participate in the radio show and you know deliver as a group or two person talking together yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Mm. and by getting those information from other students it, it can be quite helpful to know how other people doing things in this kind of time I think that's one of the real benefits of being able to share your experiences like this is that mm. although you are sharing your experiences, those experiences are so relevant and useful to others as well. So mm. people can learn from your learnings. Yeah, yeah. This kind of interaction between yeah, different people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And okay, yeah, today we have discussion some topics in student study in New Zealand, especially for the international students and also uh, talking some personal experience as well and we're looking forward to do some new radio show in the future and helping our audience you know different kind of audience to get information and also encourage people to you know interaction with other people that can learn and grow together yeah thank you for listening